0: no see I had to take a moment away from doing the podcast but I am back and very excited to create more content for you to listen to thank you for coming back if you are already a listener or thank you for joining and I hope that you stick around if you're new the first one that I'm gonna be doing coming back to this has already really been out in the media as of late I actually talked about this case a lot over on the Corrupted Hearts TikTok account. I was able to kind of focus more on that a little bit, whereas this was a bigger project that I needed to kind of put off for a little bit. But um, I wanted to go ahead and put it into a podcast format as well. I will be talking about the Eight Passengers and Ruby Frankie case. This will include some unsettling content involving child abuse, so just going forward, I wanted to make anyone aware of that. But, moving forward with all of that being said, let's go ahead and get started with this case. I'm firstly going to start off with who Ruby Frankie is in general, and then we'll kind of get into why the whole 8 Passengers YouTube is controversial in itself. Um, So, Ruby Frankie is a 41-year-old Mormon YouTuber based out of Utah who is best known for her YouTube channel, 8 Passengers, which features her six children. She has been creating these videos for over eight years, starting in 2015, and has compiled over 1,000 videos over this time. Her videos were known for showing mostly both intimate and mundane details of her family's life. The channel gained over 2.3 million subscribers over time, and the most watched videos on this channel are the ones that depicted her children in very vulnerable and private situations. Many of her videos showed her essentially vlogging herself featuring her children in a moment in which they may have made a mistake. She explains punishments to both the camera and her children simultaneously, followed by her reasonings for her parental decisions. These videos were captured as things unfolded in real time. Many times the children are in distress and probably not really wanting a camera shoved in their faces. Most of these videos include spiritual undertones. Her strict parenting style was constantly criticized, and for good reason. People were saying that she was very much openly abusing her children. The YouTube channel 8Passengers was removed from the platform earlier this year, and then Rumi joined up with her business partner Jodi Hildebrandt. Jodi was running Connections Classroom, and this channel apparently focused on mental health and counseling. It was also removed after both Ruby and Jodi were arrested. So you're probably wondering, like, what is making this YouTube channel, A Passenger, so controversial? Well, let me explain. So back in 2015, when the channel was first started, Ruby was displaying her strict parenting and offering some controversial advice. She already had people picking up on how her parenting practices were extreme, and she quickly had people calling her out on it, too. When the channel had over 2 million subscribers in 2020, that is when viewers really started to be concerned for their kids' safety. Two years after this, Ruby announced that she was no longer going to be doing the 8 Passengers YouTube channel and was going to be joining a new YouTube channel called Connections with Jody Hildebrandt. But this channel was also very controversial, and we'll get to that eventually. But back to 8 Passengers and the concerning content on it. In June of 2020, Ruby posted a video on the channel, and in this video, it was announced that her eldest son, Chad, had been sleeping on a beanbag chair for seven months. Ruby's reasoning for this was that he had played a prank on one of his siblings, and viewers were concerned about this, obviously, and contacted the local Child Protective Services. And a Change.org petition was created in order to encourage CPS to investigate Ruby's Channel 8 Passengers as a whole. Ruby came out claiming that Chad actually chose the sleeping arrangement after he stopped sharing a room with his younger brother. And a letter came from the Division of Child and Family Services and said that these claims that all the viewers were worried about were unsupported and that the case was then closed. However, in August of 2022, Ruby faked back- faced the backlash again for refusing to bring her then six-year-old lunch after she left it at home. Ruby was open about how she did not want anyone to give her food uh, so that her daughter could realize how painful it was to be hungry all day, in hopes that she would learn to remember her lunch the next time. Which I actually think I do have a clip of this, so I will insert it in next is responsible for making her lunches in the morning and she actually told me she did pack a lunch so the natural outcome is she's just going to need to be hungry and hopefully hopefully nobody gives her food and nobody steps in and gives her a lunch I know that wasn't the best quality. However, I did have it on hand and wanted to include it. I do think I'm gonna have some more down the line of clips like that. Um, but getting back to everything, Ruby is also known for being cruel about her daughter's weight as well as especially being hard on her younger children. And one of the videos, she mentions that her youngest daughter, Eve, Missed preschool because she's the one who decided to sleep in, and Ruby refused to wake her up. Um, Keep in mind, she's in preschool, um, so Sherry, Ruby's eldest daughter, immediately came to Eve's aid and said that she couldn't control when she woke up. And in another situation that was also kind of pointed towards her daughter Eve, uh, Ruby informed Eve that they were going to see a movie. Eve simply asked what movie they were going to see. She was excited, and Ruby told her that it didn't matter, and later filmed herself calling a babysitter to threaten Eve that she was no longer going to be going to see the movie after asking a simple question. And along with these, there have been several other instances and other videos where Ruby was being very manipulative and abusive to her children, but I just wanted to bring a few of these to the forefront to show what kind of things happened on a daily basis to these kids. And as I mentioned before, 8 Passengers was no more in 2022 and was taken down altogether at the beginning of this year. But going into after Ruby ended the 8 passengers channel, Ruby switched over to being business partners with Jody Hildebrandt on Connections and this has its controversy itself. Um, Jody Hildebrand is who officially founded Connections, and Ruby didn't join until after 8 Passengers in 2022, but they've had plenty of time to create several videos that have also raised the same type of controversy as 8 Passengers. When you look at the Connections website, which is still up so you can go take a look at it, it really just seems like a front to what is really going on. According to the Connections website, Jodi aims to disseminate life teachings worldwide so that everyone can have healthy, meaningful, and connecting relationships. She also encourages her members to get other family members involved so that they can truly feel connected through it. She claims that if people do not learn these new truths about life, they will never be able to truly connect with anyone else in their life. So apparently Jody is a therapist, who at one point was Ruby's eldest son Chad's therapist. But in 2012, her license was suspended by the Utah Clinical Mental Health Counselor Licensing, licensing Board for openly discussing a patient's porn addiction with Mormon leaders at the church without the patient's permission, which is obviously a huge no-no. And Connections was pretty much immediately called out as being a cult by viewers. It advertises itself as a mom support group that assists and rehabilitates individuals who are lost and stuck in the darkness of distortion. But people have actively said that the teachings are radical and harmful. Jody has said that if her followers do not follow her rules, they would be caught in distortion. She also mentioned that boundaries between people who do not follow her rules need to be made so as to not fall into this distortion because of them. And distortion essentially means misleading. Someone's misleading someone else. Um, for the last part of this, this kind of bit that I have going on about connections and Ruby and Jody, I'm gonna kind of play some audio clips and explain them a little bit, and we'll see how that goes but the first clip that i'm going to play absolutely enrages me but it's jody hildebrandt essentially ranting about rape and how if you agree to sexual acts then while it's playing out or whatever decide that it's something that you would no longer like to partake in that oh well that sucks you said yes already so the other person has the right to continue taking what they were told they could have which by the way you always, and I mean always, have the right to stop anything that is happening involving you. And the other person, person, oops, should have enough respect for you to agree and no longer continu- continue doing this if you're not okay with it. But let's just, let's let her talk, I guess. Consequences, these outcomes of STDs or pregnancy or or you know, rape, and they, they, they don't want to take any responsibility for their participation in it. Now, when I say rape, what I'm talking about is you engage in a sexual relationship, and then you may say stop. And the person's like, I'm not stopping. I'm gonna take what I want. I'm not talking about, like someone attacks you and forces you. I'm talking about your participation. And then at some point you say, I don't wanna do this anymore. And, you know, because the person you're with just says, I don't care what you want. And I'm just gonna remind everyone that you always have a choice. And if you want something to stop, that is your right. It doesn't matter how far it's gone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you want it to stop, then it should stop. And the other person should respect you enough for it to stop immediately without any repercussions. But coming off of that, we're gonna go ahead and get to the next one. Um, The next one is of Ruby Frankie talking about eating disorders, so just putting that out there along with the last one. Um, I believe this was one of their members or followers or whatever asking a question about her daughter and how she wasn't eating something to that nature it seems that she had an eating disorder of some sort and ruby decided to give her some super great advice not really about what she should do about it so we'll go ahead and listen and comment after eating and she's getting a hit by lying about it and and you are so easily fooled that you go along with it so what you need to do is get big and say "Uh uh-uh No, I know exactly what's going on here. I will not be lied to. And then her world needs to get really, really small. I don't know if she's involved in a friend group. I don't know if she's part of um, uh, any, you said she's not part of sports. I don't know if she's part of any extracurricular group. I don't know if she's doing after school things. I don't know what she's involved in. But you need to know more about where your daughter is. You need to know who she's around. You need to know what other influences are coming into her life. I would get her off of the smartphone, off of the phone, off of the internet, because all of those are sources that endorse and enable and um, encourage the lack of eating. So my take off of this, I do think that kids and people in general, we see a lot of stuff on social media, or we see what we're friends are doing, and we can be influenced a lot to do those things. However, I don't believe that for every case, and specifically for an eating disorder. I think this is a very Toxic way of going about handling it per se. I think that if her daughter is in this situation that she she needs help she doesn't need to be cut off from the world around her. Maybe simply talking to her about it would be an easier way of going about it than cutting her off from the rest of the world. Maybe seeing if she just simply needs help would be more helpful, but I'm not a doctor and that is just my opinion. So coming down from everything that we have talked about thus far, I'm gonna go into what has happened as of recently. So Ruby and Jodi were charged with six counts of aggravated child abuse, and according to the attorney's office, each of these counts carries 15 years in prison and a fine up to $10,000. Ruby's 12-year-old son, who has now been identified as Russell, climbed out of a window in Jody Hildebrandt's home and went to a neighbor's house the morning of Wednesday, August 30th of this year, asking for food and water. He had open wounds as well as duct tape and ri- duct tape on his wrists and his ankles. He had also appeared to be fairly malnourished. The neighbor then called the police, who later found Ruby's 10-year-old daughter, Eve, at Jody Hildebrandt's house. She also appeared to be malnourished, and both of the children were taken to the hospital where Ruby's son, Russell, was placed on a medical hold. And he was placed on this hold because there were deep lacerations due to being tied up by a rope, and this was also because of his malnourishment. And as of now, we do also know that three of Ruby's kids were in the care of Jody Hildebrandt, which is why they were at her house. And we have more stuff that has come out from The Warrant about how they were roped and tied to the floor. They... apparently Jody was trying to help the wounds with cayenne pepper and honey. I I just I don't even know what to say about that. But both women, both Ruby and Jody are apparently going to be appearing in court on a date after October 5th of this year because attorneys have said that there's needing they're needing a lot more time to review apparently the large amount of things that they have found. So Gonna have to wait a little bit on any more pertaining to the actual whether the trial's happening, whenever. So we're gonna have to wait on that. But that is all that I have for this case for now until more comes out. This is a wild and very sad one. I am so incredibly glad that these kids have been taken out of this horrible situation. I hope that these women get what they deserve and in no world does a child ever deserve to suffer in any way, shape, or form. I can only hope that these kids will never have to be put in this type of situation again and that they will get all the love and support that they have been lacking. Thank you so much for listening from wherever you are, and that I hope that you are having a great day, afternoon, or night, and hope to have you back listening. I will see you on the next episode of Corrupted Hearts for all things Corrupted. Bye, guys!